Good morning, everyone. I am going to bring you some wisdom from 1918 today. I've done um, a podcast on this before, uh, but I've re reread this book from 1918 by Lulu Hunt Peters. Um, she wrote this book on to help people lose weight back in the day, right? And the advice is spot on. Read this book, it's quite short, but it's to the point, it's quite out there. Some of the stuff she says, you're like, Phew. but it's a good read. Let's see again. Someone says to her, she's a, she's in a, she's a doctor. She says, someone comes to me and says, I, if I eat too much, but I, I, I eat so little, doctor. I'm eating so little, but you're saying I'm eating too much. Then she says, she says, yes, you eat too much, no matter how little it is. Even if it's only one bird tea daily. If you store it away as fat, for heck, for, for heaven's sake, food and food only, sometimes alcohol, maketh fat, not water, not air, nothing but food maketh fat. And between you and me, Mrs. Wheaton, just confidential like, don't tell it, we know that the small appetite story is a myth. Okay? And then the doctor says, but doctor dear, what's the use of diet? And I only get fatter after I stop. And then she goes, she loses her head. She goes, oh, you have to keep us going forever. So of course you have to look after your nutrition forever. What do you mean? All you want to do is for like six weeks, then for the rest of your life, just eat shit. She goes on, just exactly that. But that's what she says. Of course you have to look after your nutrition forever. Like you'd be kind to people for the rest of your life. Like you want to be a good person for the rest of your life. Like you want to be a good employee or, you know, a good business or you want to be a good father or a good mother. Of course you want to do this for the rest of your life. It's the same with looking after your health. Of course you want to be doing this all your life. Not just for a week. Right? That's the main thing. You know, and then she says that it even it irritates me. It irritates because it irritates me. Um, but she says you have to accept the fact um, that, you know, you got to do some. You got to do something that's gonna. You know, it's not painful, but it's work. It's got. It's got. You got to do some work. Um, she says, "Yeah, I've said for the food and food only causes fat. That gives you the cue to what you must do to get rid of it. No anti-fat medicines unless under the supervision of your scientific, educated physician. They are dangerous. Most of them contain thyroid extract, arsenic, or mercury. Even the vendors of these harmful compounds in the advertisements are now saying to stop harmful drugging." but urge you to adopt a particular delightful product and without diet and exercise, you will positively reduce your fat and so forth. Even 1918, she's calling this shit out. 100 years ago. Saying, don't do it. Don't fall for the trick. Fat loss comes from reducing what you eat. Okay? And she goes, eat what you like and grow thin. Yes, follow me. I know it will be an extortion, uh, exertion, but you must persist and go through with it. Nothing in life worthwhile is a Tamed without some effort. So begin now. It is the price of liberty. Now she goes on the top of calories because a calorie. People are saying there's no such thing as calorie foods. And people are saying, and now calories is not. It's not about calories because you know the calories a unit of measure in heat and food. It is not heat and it's not food. It's simply a unit of measure. And as food is of supreme importance, certainly a knowledge of how it should be measured is also of supreme importance. You should know and also use the word calories frequently or more frequently than you use the words foot, yard, quart, gallon, litre and so forth as measures of length and of liquids. You're going to eat calories of food. Right now, from now on, you're going to eat calories of food. Instead of saying one slice of bread or a piece of pie, you will say 100 calories of bread, 350 calories of pie. Right? 
And she says, notice the protein and carbohydrates have the same food value as to heat or energy, each 113 calories to the dry ounce. However, they are not interchangeable. That is, carbs will not take the place of protein, for protein is absolutely necessary to build and repair tissue, and carbohydrates cannot do that. But fats and carbohydrates are interchangeable as fuel or energy foods. Okay, we know this, we say this, fat and carbs, interchangeable, doesn't matter what the ratio is, make sure you hit your protein. This is guys, this is 800 years ago. It says here, but remember this point. Any food eaten beyond what your system requires for its energy, growth, and repair is fattening or is an irritant or both. In reckoning made dishes such as puddings and sauces, you must compute the different ingredients approximately about how much sugar it has, how much fat is to the dish, and so on. In reckoning any food, if you're reducing, you're losing fat, Give it the benefit of the doubt on the high count. When we say this, overestimate all the time. We are so bad at this, just always overestimate. Was that 300 calorie chocolate cake? Maybe it's 550, okay? This is an interesting story. She goes about this protein from animal source or uh, animal or plant source. She goes, the animal has just as much right to live and life and liberty and pursuit of happiness as we have. She said, you know what, I cut down my animal protein intake. But then she says she eats fish. She says there's a story about Benjamin Franklin who went vegetarian and actually then he went fishing and he was conflicted between eating the fish and being seen as a vegan, basically. And they cut the fish up and they saw inside the fish it was smaller fish and he went, well, if that big fish is eating small fish, I can eat that fish. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that is how the cycle works. Goes, it is practically impossible to reduce weight through exercise alone unless one can do a tremendous amount of it for the food that one eats is usually enough to cover the energy lost by exercise. Bang on. To lose weight, if you think exercise is going to cause you to lose weight, you go, oh, Scott, I've trained seven times this week. I've trained five times this week for three weeks. I'm not losing weight. Doesn't matter. What are you eating? How many calories are you eating? Way more important than the exercise you do for fat loss. She goes, however, exercise is a very important feature of any fat loss program. Not because of the fat that is burned up in exercise, and there is some burned, but for the reason that it is necessary to keep one in a healthy condition. The muscles, the internal organs, the bones, the brain all benefit. In fact, the entire system does from exercise. Exactly what we say today. Exercise is for the performance benefits of the body, not for fat loss. Okay, a few more. It says, don't be discouraged if someday after you've dieted well, you seem to have gained. Nature sometimes seems fiendish that way. The excess weight is probably due to a retention of water and will not be permanent. However... Don't depend on this too often. Usually, if you have gained when you think you ought not to, it is because nature has been counting calories and you haven't. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. A lot of the times, and she probably understates this now, we know more about the menstrual cycle and how it impacts water retention and we have foods now high in salt and everything. But if you are not losing weight over three, four, five, six weeks and you've been saying smashing macros, chances are you're probably not hitting the calorie intake you're thinking. But over two or three weeks, you might not see a total body weight drop because you can hold on water retention for a while. I've seen people hold on to water retention for four or five weeks. But after that, you start thinking, maybe you should start dropping now. And maybe you need to start looking at tracking accuracy. And she goes, you need to register joy every day. You may eat just what you like. Candy, pie, cake, fat meat, butter, cream, but count your calories. You can't have many, no large helpings, you see. But isn't it comforting to know that you can eat these things? Maybe some meal you would rather have a 350-calorie piece of luscious pie with a delicious 150-calorie tablespoon of whipped cream than all the succulent vegetables Luther Burbank could grow in California. Inside joke, who knows? Probably a well-known grower in California back in the day. That's bang on. 
And the thing is, we go a step further now. Like, she talks of macros briefly. We, we track calories, but then we make sure the ratio of macros is good because she does talk about protein is important. So whilst we're tracking calories, we're tracking protein. And if we're tracking protein, we might as well be tracking carbs and fat. We might perform better with higher carb, lower carb. We might perform. We need to make sure we're eating our fats, right? So it's tracking macros automatically tracks calories. Calories come from macronutrients, okay? So we track our macros, we hit the calorie targets, simple as. Few more, few more. You will be tempted quite frequently and you will have to choose whether you will enjoy yourself hugely in the 20 minutes or so that you will be consuming the excess calories or whether you will dislike yourself for the two or three days you lose by your lack of willpower. You will notice most of my calories every dinner in the evening. You may not like this, but I would rather have your spread throughout the day and you can suit your fancy for it makes no difference as long as your total number per day stays within your redu- reduction limit. What We've known this information for so long. Why has it been distorted? Okay, this is a great one. I'm finishing this one for you. Now, Madame, or Madame's husband, when are you going to begin this important business of reducing so your fat loss? After the holidays? Tomorrow? No. Right now. The sooner you get started, the better. The chief thing to do and the hardest is to get started and get into habit. After the first three days, you will not dread it. In fact, you will feel so much better that you will not be willing to go back to your old habits of overeating. So plan the day before. First, pledge yourself to yourself and to someone else so you will be ashamed to fail. There is a great deal of psychology to reducing. Use strong auto-suggestion. Decide just how much you are going to eat in advance of the meal. So many calories, no more. This sounds foolish, but it helps wonderfully. Keep up your activities. Do Red Cross and other relief work. Make sure you're doing stuff outside of your own personal gains only. Do other things. Six, she says, remember that you will feel good in your little heart when you resist temptation to overeat. And when you don't, you won't feel good anywhere. And he says, make sure you have some vigorous exercise every day. Like if you fast forward, whatever it is. And then she says, yeah, and I'll finish this. Every once in a while, you hear that the calorie, calorie, caloric theory has been exploded. There is no caloric theory, therefore none to explode. Calories are simply units for measuring heat and energy and never will be exploded any more than the yard or meter theory will be exploded. Foods must contain essential salts and growth and healthy maintaining elements. These cannot be measured by calories. The quantity of heat or energy production, but not the quality of the food is measured in calories. And one must have the knowledge of the qualities also. No scientifically educated individual has ever thought otherwise. Bang on. Of course we want higher cal- um, vitamins and minerals, obviously. But at the end of the day, fat loss comes down to calories in, calories out. Okay, and we start now. We get going now. If you haven't been tracking for a while, start now. She would have been mind blown by the tool you've got access to in your hands. If she was able to use the tool you've got now, you can barcode scan, search for foods, auto reduces your calories up and down depending if you add more today or less tomorrow. Like, imagine she had this tool, she would be mind blown. She like, does it for you. She back in this day, they had to write it all down in pen and paper, work it all out. Uh, the weight of the what's the weight of the chicken? Okay, how much are the calories average that might not might not even said it on the labels back then. I think how hard it would have been for them to do this. And she said this is the most effective way, even though it's the probably the most grueling way right now to do it. This is the most effective way. And she saw it there. If she had seen the tool you use now, she would be mind blown, and she would go, "Oh my god, use it, please! It's five ten minutes a day. You don't know what power it has." Unreal. And I'll leave you now. Hopefully that was good. Uh, read the book. It's called The uh, Diet in Health by Lulu Habita. It's quite short. Um, and that's it. We'll see one big thing. Get it done. Track your macros if you haven't. Um, but have fun with it. It's not a sad thing to do. It's actually awesome. Don't make it a, don't make it a chore, man. You can do it. It's 10 minutes a day in your phone. 
It's not hard. It really isn't hard. Think about it. I can't track for 10 minutes. I can't track for food for 10 minutes. Come on. We have to be better than that. We've got to be better than that if we want better lives for ourselves. That's the truth of it. We can't start tracking and building a habit like that. Something easy. We're on our phone anyway. We're on our phone anyway. So it's just literally going on one part of the phone that you don't go on. That's all there is. And that's it. Enjoy your day. Live one day at a time. And I'll see you back here tomorrow.